I know you're gonna dig this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled, fun-packed episode of Conversations About Dot Dot Dot. My name is Will, and I'm here with the Roscoe Bros. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello, everybody. It's us, the Roscoe Brothers again. I'm, of course, Jingles Roscoe, and I brought along my favorite younger brother, Smider Roscoe. Roscoe. Hello. Hello. You What's know, going on, Will? Well, today we're going to be talking about the Warner uh, Discovery merger and how it's affecting a lot of the stuff as it relates to um, deep movie plans and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, I love technical issues, by the way. We were recording earlier, and then something went crazy, and we had a whole rant about uh, Cyborg's character design and all sorts of stuff with the League of Super Pets, and uh, Jingles was talking about playing Arkham and how that made him happy, and then uh, Spider was talking about getting his room back because uh, their roommate is getting a new job, and he's going to be moving out, and we talked about different cultures and washed cloths versus towels, and you should have been there. It was a great conversation. But anyway, we're going to get right into some stuff with uh, Warner and uh, talk about that discovery. So let's get into it. So we had a uh, call, media call, on Friday, I believe, with the new guy. Uh, and Jingles, is, you have his name up, the guy who's the new guy that's got to come from Discovery. Uh, I do not have. I think it's like out. Zava or Zavka or something like that. So it starts with a Z there. Um, Let me see. So basically, he came out and was talking about what they're going to be doing as far as some plans. Uh, one of the big things they did, they announced earlier this week, was they canceled the Batgirl movie. So the Batgirl movie that was near complete. Uh, when they did test screenings for it, obviously it didn't do well. And so they were going to have to basically double the money for it. Total amount of money that had been spent and would have, it had been spent on that movie alone was somewhere in the neighborhood like $90 million. And so they were going to have to like re do reshoots and stuff and everything. And so they were just like, nope, we're not doing that. Like we're not going to lose that much money. Like We're done, so we're just not going to come out. It's not going to be on HBO Max. It's not going to be on anything. We're just not doing it. And so they canceled that movie completely. And so a lot of people got up in arms about it. And then uh, he came out with some other information about it. So first things first, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the Batgirl movie getting canceled? Um, I'd feel bad about it if I was expecting the movie at all I, re I remember hearing rumors and stuff um but i mean like it it smelled a lot like the batwoman tv show okay and and that like i don't know if that's for me mm -hmm. um uh, and so i when i heard that it was canceled i was all like oh man and then when i heard that they were almost done with it and canceled it anyway i was like oh man that's crazy yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of nuts. Definite savagery was in place there. Uh, the thing that's interesting, too, was Michael Keaton was supposed to be in that movie, and they were almost going to do a treatment as though Michael Keaton is the older Batman working with the young, new person that was going to kind of replace him because another movie that... Uh, and, of course, now this is rumor mill, unfortunately, because they're saying it. 
It's to, I don't think they've announced it officially being canceled, but they talked about a Supergirl movie that there was going to come out uh, as a well, and basically that Batgirl and Supergirl were going to take over the mantles of the main part of the main two people for the Trinity going forward, and that then they would have Wonder Woman as the third. So basically, your Trinity would be fully female, uh, which was a thing. So that was kind of the idea they were going with, but. Basically, the whole thing was a background that hit them. And I'm like sitting there going, uh, they did something similar to this. It's called Batman Beyond, where an old Bruce Wayne taught Terry McGinnis how to do, um, be Batman. And I mean, even the comic series have been really popular. As a matter of fact, to the point where they recently done a uh, Tales of the White Knight, the Batman Beyond saga, where basically they did Batman Beyond and the, and the, uh, Tales of the Batman, White Knight, Batman stuff that they were doing. So, I mean, it's pretty popular to that point. I'm like, why couldn't you just do Batman Beyond as a movie and have Michael Keaton play the old Batman for him? But <sighs> Anyway. Why would you do something nice like that? I don't know, because maybe it's already been proven to be successful and fans that already love it would be like, let me take my kid okay. and go see this. Oh, hold on, hold no, on. Nobody's ever seen Batman Beyond, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not a single person even knows what that is. Nobody has ever seen the critically acclaimed Batman Beyond, all I, right? I own the DVD box set, sir, so I would beg to differ. That's oh, why that I'm does, being that sarcastic! That yeah, it was sarcastic! <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like Batman Beyond itself might be like a good idea, but like really like the number of people that watch Batman Beyond is not anywhere near as many people have watched, uh, the Batman cartoon, the Superman cartoon, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Those mm -hmm. shows got more numbers than Batman Beyond. That's why Batman oh. Beyond didn't last very long. True. And that is also why they had to finish the Batman Beyond story in Justice League Unlimited. You're not hey, wrong. Yeah, that's a good point. So to me, that's all. Like Warner Brothers can look at that and be like, well, not enough people would be interested in Batman Beyond. However, Batgirl is... Still uh, a pretty successful property is a is a person people know. Mm -hmm. So well, that girl has a much better chance of getting somewhere. But even then, they're like, I don't think we're going to do that now. Yeah, we have to remember that during this presentation, the audio played go uh, talks about how the guy in charge is pointing out, guys, we have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash. And we need to start leaning into these. So when they're talking about how poor Batgirl doesn't really fit into that new plan, I it makes sense. Because when the guy is mentioning that, I'm just envisioning what he's talking about is we haven't done classic takes on these heroes in a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're missing out on that opportunity. And we're not only missing out on that, we're missing out on telling great stories with these heroes and having their and having a singular studio vision to the DC universe. And that makes me excited. I think that's so cool. And I and it makes me, yeah, sad that all this work went into Batgirl and it's not gonna happen. I also don't see it being a never say never. Oh, sorry. I also see it being a never say never 
situation, they might use a lot of the bones from Batgirl in this new universe that they're going to be creating. Mm-hmm. You could actually just do a really good Batman movie and build the Bat family out of it. And then you could even bring this same actress, if you wanted to bring it, the same actress. You could bring that same actress back into it as Batgirl then. And by then, you've given us Robin. You've given us then Nightwing. You've given us potentially Jason Todd. You've given us uh, Tim Drake. Uh, you know, I know how much y'all love Damien. You could eventually give us Damien somewhere down the pathway, and you could also give us Barbara Gordon as Batgirl. You know, I mean, you could grow that Bat family out. You know, there's a, you there's know, a way to do that. initially, I would say that doesn't sound like something that they would want to do. They seem so obsessed with just rebooting Batman every every so often, and and don't mm. even like bring Rob. Like Robin hasn't been on the big screen since uh batman and robin yeah um and as such like they've had so many opportunities even uh like the possibility of in uh in the nolan verse joseph gordon levitt possibly picking up that mantle but then they didn't right um they hinted at it but that was that was the most you were gonna get um, and then Snyderverse happened, and you're like, oh, Dick Grayson's dead in this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we have the Batman, and this is year two Batman, yep. who's not going to have a Robin for a while. Yep. If they continue, well, they are going to continue this because they had already announced that mm-hmm. um, this is mm-hmm. already going to get a sequel. They've yeah. greenlit it. But as we know, with Warner Brothers, they could just cancel it whenever they feel like it. True. <laughs> Um, they can just announce and cancel and announce and cancel as much as they want. Speaking of which, just to support what you're talking about and support this attitude that we're having towards it. Before this, I would say, before this most recent announcement, we as fans have gone through a lot of different visions of the DC experience. Mm-hmm. And it has been wild and disjointed and full of ideas that have been said and never capitalized on. Right. And and now that they're suggesting that they're actually going to try to build a cohesive universe going forward, that even with somebody as high up the food chain as the guy that's talking about this mm-hmm. there's still specul there's still skepticism on our part right and that what i was going to say what i was starting off with saying was before i would have said that that's unlikely to happen right but with this new announcement that uh they're going to actually make what appears to be a dc studios to focus on just making DC content mm-hmm. for Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. like Disney has with Marvel, which the the guy running this presentation literally said, "We're going to do what Marvel's doing mm-hmm. over at uh, over with Disney," which mm-hmm. is not a bad um, idea, by the way. Of course not. It. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're they're going to try and make something cohesive and interconnected and good maybe right oh that sounds like a terrible idea i want my money back (laughs) but because they've announced this 
now we have way more of a chance than we've ever had before of actually seeing some of these characters that people care about Mm -hmm. actually seeing a robin on the big screen again in suit and maybe maybe one time he'll be like golly gee willikers um i wouldn't mind that um now we have an opportunity where we could expand the dc cinematic universe into introducing more characters that are more obscure that we would never seen we could like there is now a higher than zero percent chance that we could get like a movie about question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or a movie about vigilante Mm -hmm. or like an actual movie about star girl instead of just a a kind of weird tv show Mm -hmm. you know yeah um we we have a more than zero percent chance that ambush bug can show up somewhere because they're like we we're going to take the time to start building here we're going to take the time and and make good movies and as he said we're not going to try and push quarterly things if a movie's not finished yet we're going to try and finish the movie right. before we put it out mm-hmm. you know all these things that he was saying which are really nice words for sure yeah i'm going to have to wait and see how well they um, execute on those words but the fact that he actually said something that there's going to be an effort made in these is really good news for dc fans mm-hmm. and that's kind of what i'm excited about right now mm-hmm. yeah because you gotta think about it too like case in point one of my favorite moves since they talked about marvel one of my favorite things they did was when they introduced black panther and civil war he didn't have a movie prior. They gave him enough to whet your appetite. And then they were like, you know what? People are excited about this character. We're going to do a Black Panther movie. And so now you're going to get to see the world that this dude comes from. But you're also going to get to see the fallout from what he went through in Civil War. I, w- I would just like to say, in the case of Black Panther, I'm almost 100% certain that the plan was to make a Black Panther movie um, and just introduce him in Civil War first. Mm-hmm. And, and then regardless of how Civil War, uh, how popular that was, th- we were going to get a Black Panther film. Well, yeah, yeah and I, I figured we were going to get it, but they did it well introducing him early with just enough right. of, just enough out of the gate to where, like case in point, they canceled the Wonder Twin movie. Okay. Right, and this is Warner Brothers, not Disney. Warner Brothers, yeah. Go to Warner Brothers. Back to Warner Brothers for a second. If you're going to do the Wonder Twins... You do it like that in Black Panther. You introduce the Wonder Twins in a big Justice League project near the end of the movie or something. You give them a small part in the film. You have them interact. You have them do something really cool, and then that's it. And then you kind of read that reaction and see how people would feel about seeing more of their story. You know I, what I, mean? I will say, honestly, I don't think that that's necessary. That's not a bad idea. You could do it like that. But now that the Wonder Twins standalone movie is not going to be a thing anyway, it's like that's and now it's just kind of wishful thinking at this point. Yeah, like I don't need to see the Wonder Twins in their own solo film, really. I mean, like I, said, I don't think gonna... I really need to see the Wonder Twins hard stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. need to see the Wonder Twins at all. Like, I don't need a Wendy and Marvin thing. Like, they can have a uh, a little Easter egg, for example, where you see... 
somebody talking about people that have come into the league or whatever, and you can see, like, the gloves touching or something. Or you can see a picture of Zan and Jada touching hands, you know, or something like that. And I think an Easter egg, it, they don't need to have it as a film. But, like, if you're going to do it, there's a way to do it right. I, I personally, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I think the Wonder Twins work best in animated format. I don't. I don't think they would work well, especially in how serious the the DC films kind of try and take themselves. I don't. I don't think the Wonder Twins work would work well in that kind of setting. I think if you really wanted to bring popularity to the Wonder Twins, I would say make a new animated show and make it fun. Make it make it over the top, goofy, just like how. Super Friends was, mm-hmm. um, and just just do that. And if there's enough interest, maybe you could get somebody that could write a competent movie where they're involved. I don't think they make great main characters, ex- unless it's like in a very goofy format like that, you know. But th- that's that's kind of what I would do with the Wonder Twins personally. Yeah, I mean, but, but overall, I mean, we can continue to talk about that beyond that. Um, so one of the things they did was they broke down, they're doing a merger between Discovery and Discovery and um, HBO Max. They said that that won't be released officially until summer 2023. Uh, but the way they kind of broke it down, which is really interesting, was HBO Max was a very much more male skew with scripted uh scripted deals where people leaned into it. It was appointment viewing because stuff would drop and you would have to kind of drop, watch it right when it hit. And then home of fandoms as opposed to discovery plus where it's more female skewed unscripted materials lean back comfort viewing and home of genre dumps, which I didn't even know was a word. No, me either. To today. So, I mean, genre I mean, I just thought it was just different genres of something. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just some dude. I think they were really, really trying their best to not say um, reality TV. I can see that. Because that's, 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 that's what it is. It's yeah. reality TV. It's 90 Day Fiance and all the other... <clears throat> reality TV shows like 90 Day Fiance. Which I think is interesting because the list for, they they did their little list of things. So like, of course, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Shark Week, which I'm like, if you're going to do reality TV, Shark Week doesn't feel, I mean, but again, I guess if they're saying guys watch this as opposed to girls watching this one, uh, Game of Thrones, 90 Day Fiance, Universe, which I didn't realize we'd had so many 90 Day Fiance shows that they could make a universe out of it, but I guess oh, they Oh, they, they do. They have so many. And the Wizarding it's World of ridiculous. Harry Potter. So, And then the HBO Max and Discovery version would be, of course, stuff like Friends, Fixer Upper, The Big Bang Theory, Property Brothers, Daughters, Drive-Ins and Dives, Sex in the City, and then they have international options, which I've never heard of any of these, because of course they they're international. But yeah, they're not they're not American. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't. Why would hear we about watch these. it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Eurosports is one of the ones that's listed. Like I, I can I can do that, but most of the other ones I look at, I'm like I don't even know what that is. So apparently, Discovery Kids as well. Mm-hmm. 
Now, and it's funny too because you look at something like Big Bang Theory, and I feel like Big Bang Theory almost in and of itself is a brand because it relies heavily off of the franchises like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and, and, and stuff like that. And a lot of its own references are internal to those worlds Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, things like that. But they have it in the, I guess, because they're more like a series, series of shows. So I yeah. guess that's why. Big Bang Theory. What they have, Big Bang Theory, and then Young Sheldon. Are there any other shows underneath the Big Bang Theory? No, title? they're not. And I don't then think we're ever going to get any more than those. So I don't think there, there's a pl- as far as I know, there's not a plan to build outside of those. Two. Then it's barely a franchise. It's definitely not a brand. <laughs> I like that phrase. And barely a franchise. Yeah, you have two shows that makes it a franchise. Otherwise, it would just be one series. Barely. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I just feel it's I, I a, felt I, like that more so because you're, it builds. You're barely pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. It counts. <laughs> Sorry, well, what were you saying there? I was just saying because Big Bang Theory builds itself off of a lot of the stuff in the other franchise. I get that it's in it of itself. It's not a franchise, but I mean, I guess because it is considered a series, and that makes sense. I mean, that's why they put it in that category, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of the jokes land and fall based off of okay hey it's a Superman joke about this or it's a Wonder Woman joke about this or it's a Batman joke or it's a Flash joke you know you know these days like this. So that's all I'm saying it's just it it it's primarily joke center it's a lot off of either science or comic booky stuff or pop and occasionally culture. they they'll actually uh, put out a good joke yeah once that, in a while that people laugh at without a laugh track going off because thanks exactly to, thanks to you guys by the way because it really never dawned on me. Because I was laughing. I was, I was like, I laughed at a bunch of these jokes when they put laugh tracks in it. I was conditioned to laugh at certain points in this. Jeez. <laughs> I feel mm. fooled a bit. Like, I still love yeah. the show, <laughs> but I feel a little bit bamboozled, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that you are, you yourself are trying to elevate the show more because you are a fan of it. But it's not, it's not a brand. It does make references to brands, yeah. But a lot of shows make references to brands. All it is is a show. It maybe could be categorized as a franchise because there's two shows. But other than that, like, don't give it more credit than it actually deserves. Fair enough. It is a show. And I didn't realize, by the way, because y'all mentioned earlier with the whole DC thing, I didn't realize that it didn't have a dedicated group of people working in its studio. Like yep. it was just, it was just literally a an IP unit that they could grab from and make stuff off of. It's true. So it's just like that's interesting. I didn't realize that was the case. I'm glad they're kind of switching models on that. So yep, and they're. Um, I don't know if it wasn't in the video, but it's something that I I learned about uh, over this week as well. Is that uh, the the URL dccomics.com is no longer going to be dccomics.com. Yeah, I think it's going to be like DC Entertainment or something, isn't it? No, you silly goose. It's just dc.com. And they've dropped the comics part of that. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, but they're completely rebranding the website so that it includes more than just the comics. Because now DC is a brand and is going to be its own studio. And as such... They're going to have the shows, the movies, the comics, the cartoons, everything, games. It's all under the DC banner. 
And honestly saying DC Comics was always redundant anyway, because the C in DC stands for comics. Right. So, um, but at the same time, DC doesn't mean Detective Comics anymore. Right. Uh, it, it's just DC now. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is fine, but um, dropping the comics part, I think, from a, a language standpoint, just makes it better for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, they broke down the studios that they're going to be creating, the networks, and then uh, the DTC, which I'm guessing that's more of the digital side of how they're going to create the things and they did like revenues for the course of the quarter and things like that so um, now do y'all have any breakdowns for that that y'all want to go over or do we want to move on to the other news we are around them uh, I don't really feel a need to mention any of them I just, I'm glad that they're acknowledging that DC is going to be its own separate studio from WB mm-hmm. and like the animation stuff yeah. and New Line and all those, they'll be considered separate yeah and that they're actually dedicating an entire studio to to putting out quality products from that yeah definitely so so then we'll go from that to talking about um of course we already mentioned the scooby-doo movie which is a holiday movie which is supposed to come out around i believe either halloween or christmas was the other movie that got canceled beyond Bat- Batgirl and Wonder Twins. Uh, they are doing reshoots for Aquaman. They brought in Affleck to play Bat- Aquaman. And the reason why was because Michael Keaton no longer being in the Batgirl movie and showing up in the Aquaman movie was confusing the test audiences. So they were like, well, in the universe we've already established, Affleck is Batman. So we need to bring Affleck back. So at least for this movie, he'll be back as the Batman in the Aquaman 2 movie. And so mm-hmm. they're expected to delay both a Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2, which they've both already been delayed before. I don't think it's going to be a Morbius or a Black Widow situation where it just keeps getting pushed back. It just keeps getting pushed back due to a, a pandemic virus. But I think it's interesting that, again, they're sticking to their guns when they say we're not going to put it out unless it's done. And we're not going to put it out unless it's done well. And so, I mean, you know. Could it be the difference between a huge blockbuster movie and a non-blockbuster? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Now, any thoughts on them bringing back Ben Affleck? Uh, I just, I'm, I'm not sure which direction they're going here. Because they're all like, oh, Michael Keaton. Uh, but also Ben Affleck. But also Michael Keaton. But like also Ben Affleck, though. I. Uh, and uh, like I have to just watch them slowly have an aneurysm in front of me, and it it, it doesn't feel good to watch. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I don't I don't know what their plans are. I don't know how hard they're trying to keep all of these things interconnected. We need Even to just have them. We need to just have them do the Spider-Man meme with the Batman, and just have all the Batman show up that people have ever played Batman in any medium that they're alive. And have them all dress up in their different outfits and just point at each other and call it done. That that's right. That's all they need to do. They yeah. can waste millions and millions of dollars <laughs> uh, instead of instead of doing that. Just put out a meme. Um, <laughs> that ought to make the fans happy. There you go. Um, all the Batman people like the memes, right? <laughs> um, and so I don't I don't know because there the Batman exists. And they're making more of that. 
Uh, and the Joker movie, it, its sequel's coming out. Mm-hmm. So We got the teaser for there, that this week as well. We did. It's bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it things that I don't know who asked for it, but I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know what their plans are because Joker and the Batman are not connected to each other or connected to the the main universe that they've already been building. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if uh, Black Adam is going to be connected uh, because they haven't really shown one way or another. Well, I mean, if he that's did say happen. at Fandom two years ago that. You give a message to the Justice League people. You tell them. You go find Superman. You go find Batman. You go find all of them. And you tell them. Enjoy their time now. Because the power. The, the uh, shift in power is coming to the DC universe. And I'm like. That's great. But the problem is. We don't know if you're going to be included in it past this movie. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's just reality. So. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I mean, The Rock has also said he's going to cook me something, and I can smell it, but it's not happened it's yet. Not, so <laughs> I don't, I don't know are, how much I can trust what he actually we says. We are long overdue. We, I'm meal. long overdue, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> I, will I tag want him my on food. This, I will tag him on Twitter when I share this. I swear I will. <laughs> you better cook something for me so I can smell it. Not necessarily eat it, because you never said that. The Rock That's, has been yeah, cooking up that entertainment. Was the promise. The Rock has been cooking up entertainment for years. That's all I'm gonna say about that. He's cooking up that entertainment. <laughs> Those entertainment. However, I don't know if how how much Black Adam's gonna be connected. Shazam was barely connected, and the only way that we knew it was connected was because Superman showed up for a second at the very end. Um, and so. I don't. I don't know. Uh, a lot of th- there's been thoughts that uh, things are going to change after the Flash movie, um, so we're going to have to wait and see if that even comes out in right. the first place. Right. Because uh, old chuckle donkey mama boy crazy boy <laughs> pants over here. He. I. I don't want him anymore. You, 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 you mean? You mean? Just, you mean they them? Uh, Ezra Miller, they, them? Yes. They, yeah, that's who he was alluding to. As they yes. refer to themselves as they, them, Ezra Miller. With yes, his you're right. I, I got to be respectful with for his, pronouns. Uh, with, with his cult that he created in 2020, along with all the other crazy grooming stuff, and it's just like, I don't get it. I don't get it, Warner. Like at all. Like, if you're going to set a president and get rid of Johnny Depp for stuff because of stuff that was accused of him in Great Britain, like, you need to be consistent with that, those punishments, is all I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure Andrew hey. Miller has gone way past what Johnny Depp was being accused of at that time. And, hey, Amber Heard hasn't been fired yet. So, well, it, I, you know, I, there's double standards already there. There you go. You're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong at all. So I don't even know why I want to keep supporting Warner Brothers because they've they've been making some goofy mistakes. But I'm going to watch these movies because I kind of have to. And hopefully there's some good stuff there. By the way, hey, Warner Brothers, if you've ever listened to this, you owe Ray Fisher. I know we are. You owe Ray Fisher an apology. You need to get on that. 
Because I'm sorry, you got rid of him for just speaking out about the way he was treated by Joss Whedon. And other people came to support him and say that they noticed these things were happening. And you, you got rid of him and basically blackballed him for speaking out against somebody treating him horribly. That then, coming to find out, people from BuffyCast came out and said the same stuff about the same person. Other people have came out there. I'm just like, again, and it's like y'all said, there's a double standard there. It's like, you can't punish one dude and then, like, let all these other dudes get away with it and then let these ladies that are at least one lady that, uh, you know, is involved in this other stuff get away with stuff, too. You can't, you, you consistency becomes a reality. And I hope that the, the guy that's doing this now will start looking into that and seeing how to best deal with these situations across the board so that, there's consistency in punishment and consistency in blessings. If you're going to give a person a stretch, you know, if you're going to look at Gal Gadot and say, hey, Gal Gadot, how about another Wonder Woman movie if we get a third Wonder Woman movie officially with her and Patty Jenkins? Um, you know, here's still another no, Still nothing officially stated right, in that front. Right. That's what I'm saying, if. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you, 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 ble- you do that based on our, you know, again, are you making money for us? Because he's having to look at all the debt that Warner got into by buying HBO, by buying DC, and buying all these other things. And he's trying to clear up like $7 billion in debt. And like I'm just like, dude, like $7 billion. Can you imagine $7 billion? Just think about that for a second. I don't want to. It's, uh, it's it, too big. In debt. Not like even in my bank account. Like I can't imagine either. Like, this is not the world I live in, you know, where I could be like, oh, I'm going to go to the bank today and I'm going to withdraw a thousand dollars because I have you know, seven billion in the bank. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it'd be beautiful. But no, I don't have that. Um, also, another thing that determined is that a group of people were doing a documentary on the D.C. Uh, DC film division and they asked for um, stuff. From the Snyder Cut version of Justice League, and Warner Brothers advised that uh, the only version of the Justice League film that they are able to get information from is the Joss Whedon version. It's not that they can get information from. The only one that they uh, are willing to give, the willing to give is the Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah, because they say there's only one Justice League for them, and that's Joss Whedon's version of the Justice League. Yeah. So that's a. That's it's not a that they can't give it; it's they're refusing to give it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And so that's just a, that's the thing, and I mean, I'm just sitting there looking at it, going, "Okay, well, there we go," because that's the reality of it. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's what we're looking at, and it's just like, ugh, man, you know, okay. But and that's really all I got to say for that. I mean, it's just that that's not her because of course people are talking about what are bringing back Ben Affleck, and I think that was the thing we well, in, in the research video that you guys sent me. They were talking about well, oh, they're bringing back Affleck. Maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna bring back the Snyderverse. I'm pretty sure that's never coming back. Like, I'm pretty sure we're done with that. Like fairly certain sort of, that's not coming yeah. back. You know, and that's just, that was the thing. Fans came in and. You know, and and begged and complained, and you know Warner thought, well, hey, if we do this, maybe we'll get a whole bunch of subscribers to HBO Max, and they did it, and then they didn't get the subscriber count they thought they were going to get, which proved, just because you see people complaining about something, does not mean it will make you money if you acquiesce to their wishes, because them complaining does not mean they're going to go support it. It's true. So that's just a weird reality of the situation. So anyway. Um, 
I am having a bit of a problem. There we go. Okay, this took a second there. Um, so that's there. And really, I think that's all we have for the baseline uh, information of what's been confirmed. Because we don't want to get yep. into a whole lot of, like, the, like the next section of this is going to be speculation stuff. But it's just going to be speculation stuff and stuff as, as it relates to stuff beyond this. But nothing's been confirmed. Because I've seen a lot of people over the course of the week be like, oh, they're going to shut this down. They're going to sell DC Comics. They're going to do this. It's like, we don't know that until they do it. So it's not fair for me to report that as, as a fact. Like, I could say, hey, that's a speculation. They could. You know, because they've got to get down that budget as much as possible for how much is owed. But it doesn't mean that's how they're going to do it. So, uh, so I've got some speculation questions. If you guys have some speculation questions, I would love you guys to ask them as well. So, my first speculation mm -hmm. question was, um, do you feel like that after the Flash Flashpoint movie is done, do you feel like they keep Ezra Miller on as Flash, or do they bring in Grant Gustin? Since by the time that's all going to be done and everything, his Flash show will be finished with CW. Uh, I will. I, in my opinion, no, I don't think that they're going to have Ezra Miller continue. I, there's just too much heat going on there, um, and too many things being passed around. I don't. I don't see Ezra really coming back again after this. Uh, and I, I definitely don't think Grant Gustin's going to be filling in that role because they're already going to, they're, they're getting rid of the flash TV show. Right. Um, it's much, much, much more likely that they would get a different person to be the flash as much as we love Grant Gustin and as much as he did a very good job and he's, uh, been very loyal and, uh, just a very good uh, trooper and all of the stuff that's been happening, um, I don't, I don't see them bringing him on to be the Flash for the movies because they had that opportunity before and they decided against it before. Yeah. So, and I also feel like that if they brought him on to be movies, I feel like there, I feel like there are things he wants to do beyond just the Flash. Like it's such a heavy commitment to do like a CW show. And so, like, it's like, would he want to commit to a movie series to do a series of movies where he is the Flash? Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like maybe he would just be like, nah, I could do other things. Like, I would rather go and do indie movies or I'd rather go do whatever because he doesn't ever have to go do, like, a mainline movie if he doesn't want to. I mean, it's totally up to him. So. Yeah. I don't know if he's beholden to anything. Right. And then we haven't heard anything. And I mean, of course, what you got to you ask bro? yourself. Yeah. Also, was what about the rest of the cast? Are you going to be able to bring them all over? Are you all going to be able to commit to that too? Or because it's going to be really, really weird. For example, if you bring him over and then you have a different person cast as Iris, and you have a different, you know, what I mean, it just would be weird. It would just, from an eye standpoint, it would be odd. Mm -hmm. What do you think, bro? I'm not confident that Ezra's coming back. Not confident at all in regards to Grant Gustin. I'm a little bit more confident, but to, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't use him. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flash movie is used as the catalyst to completely wipe the slate clean with all the shows and all the movies. Because, I mean, even Legends of Tomorrow is canceled. Mm -hmm. And that one was still going. So I wouldn't be surprised if all those... Either get wrapped up or 
cut off prematurely and don't see their continuation into the next phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the CW was I'm sold. Thinking. So, I mean, it's not like, I mean, once they kill this, I mean, it, it's done. It's not like that we're ever going to get to see any other CW projects really, because until, you know, because whoever, I don't remember who bought it, but whoever bought it pretty much, I mean, they can do, I mean, they can keep it at CW if they want to. I mean, but they could also end up changing the whole name. So, Six months or a year from now, I probably I doubt it'd even be called the CW at that point. You say that somebody else owns the CW? It has been sold. I will look up the info on it to see. No, I want to say it might have been a month or two ago when it happened. CW sold. Because I I see a fifty fifty split. Between CBS Entertainment and Warner Brothers. Well, it shows on um, CW Network purchased by NetStar Media Group. Uh, under the present terms, NetStar will control 75% of the CW. Let me pop the article in. So you can see what I'm talking about here. That way we're all on the same page. Okay, and... You want oh, I see. NetStar... They've already purchased it. So, looking at it here, just to go over that. See if it's a, okay, yeah. Oh, it's Warner, set to acquire. It hasn't gone through yet. Yeah, getting closer to agreeing on a deal to sell the controlling stake of the broadcast network to Nexar Media. Deal should go through. It, should, it would see the controlling stake of the CW change for the first time in 15 years since the network's launch. Um, the deal will see Nexstar cover the network's debts, which have been risen over a hundred million dollars. Right. Seventy-five percent control of it, with the remaining twenty-five percent of the stake of the network split evenly between Paramount and Warner Brothers. Discovery at twelve point five percent each. So it's more of an ownership sale. I was trying to see if it listed how much the sale was going to be for. Um. Any, okay, now um, continue to produce content. CW Nexstar would also like other studios in hopes of purchasing them more content. Uh, present owners, Paramount and Warner Brothers, will retain their licensing rights to the likes of Netflix. And given the schedule of the fall, has already been announced that a CW major changes are not to be expected. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't give the rate of how much it was, but I know it was. Like, compared to what was there, it was a cheap sale because they're having to cover that $100 million debt for mm. it. Which I'm just like, man. Like, whew. But anyway, so, so we can all pretty much agree that at least Ezra won't be back past this movie as Flash. And maybe, you know, they'll either, re, you know, they could recast Grant, but more than likely they'll recast somebody else to be the Flash. Right. So, That'll be interesting there. And then the next question I had in speculation questions was, uh, do they end up bringing Henry Cavill back as Superman with the new... I don't know why they would. Okay. I really really don't understand why there is such... I mean, other than the whole thing about him talking to Marvel at one point about coming in and playing, possibly playing Captain Britain... Because of the fact that DC hadn't made any more decisions on how they were going to use him as Superman. 
Like I don't I understand. I think that was fan casting. Well, I think that was fan casting. I don't think anybody actually approached him. Well, yeah, and that's true. He has in interviews stated he has talked to Marvel, but he didn't go any further than we've talked. But again, it's like, okay, so he talked to the other company, but it's not like that's the first time that other people have played in both film franchises. Like, what about what is it about Warner Brothers and him and their relationship that makes them not want to use this dude as Superman? Like, I don't really understand what's really going on with that. Like I said, it's mostly rumors that I've heard as far as, you know, oh, they don't get along, he's difficult to work with. I'm like, there was a whole thing when he was with Mission Impossible and they couldn't have him shave the mustache off, so they had to go ahead and CG the mustache off so they could do the reshoots for for the movie near the end or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, but that in and of itself, like, you got to understand that he's in a movie with a mustache as the theater, if the production team comes in and says, look, he can't shave his mustache off. Like, we're, you got him in the middle of filming Mission Impossible, the latest Mission Impossible franchise. We can't just have, because if we shave the mustache off, we're going to have to remove it for all the scenes he's already filmed with us. You know. So I don't, but I don't think that was the main reason why they're just like, nope, we're not going to have him be Superman anymore. You know. I just, I just don't get why he, what, I don't get why he's not still Superman. Like, what happened that caused him not to be not, what caused them to not want to have him as Superman? I don't get it. I don't feel like he was bad. I mean, I feel like there were moments in the, especially in Man of Steel where it was not written well, but I don't feel like he is Superman. I mean, was he memorable as Superman? Not really. But, I mean, Superman in and of himself, the character is a bit, can be a bit stoic. So, I mean, other than livening up his dialogue to where he has fu- real genuine funny moments and because we know that Henry Cavill has charisma. I mean, we've seen him in Witcher. He's definitely a charismatic dude. But it's like, what what was the difference between uh, him playing Superman and him playing Witcher? Was it more liberty for him to just be more himself? I don't know. So, is there anything y'all know right off that you want to contribute to that? Just like why he's not the guy still? I think it's a pretty layered issue. Because you have to remember, before this announcement came out about the next 10-year plan for DC, Warner Brothers was really just playing it by ear. They really had no plan. Right. And they were really just waiting and looking at the clock and thinking to themselves, well, I guess it's time for another Batman movie. I guess it's time for another Superman movie. What's going on right now that would make people excited? Uh, maybe Justice League. Okay. We haven't had any new Superman movies, period. Uh-huh. And it's not even, like, controversy is following these guys. So you have to think about what is the studio's mindset going into this? And the truth is, is that there was no studio. There was no singular studio pushing all of this forward. It was just them deciding on a whim, I guess it's time for a new Superman movie. I guess it's time to try this. And we've seen the end result of that. Mm -hmm. And because of that... 
we sent i mean it's kind of like asking okay the same questions about okay well why isn't gal gadot getting a new movie why now why didn't ben affleck get his own movie and or why didn't cyborg get his own movie and the truth is this Mar- wb just had no damn clue what they were doing they had no idea about the sheer strength of these properties that they have on their hands and how much they should be putting work into them until recently. So I think that that's still just the same problem going over. I mean, we didn't even think that Batfleck was going to be back in anything. Right. Went to, and at this point, we still have no clue about what's going on with Gal Gadot. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yep. They made no plans at the time to build towards another Justice League movie. They just were deciding, ah, I guess we'll just do Shazam now. But hopefully, going forward, we'll see something different. That's what I think, man. I think it's just the studio still had no damn clue what they were doing. Sorry, when I say studio, I really mean Warner Brothers. Because now there is actually going to be a DC studio going forward. Mm-hmm. We, we have a sponsor. So We've been sponsored. Have you ever tested your nerd kung fu? Have you ever tested nerd kung fu? Nerd kung fu, yes. Your nerd kung fu. Now, I know what you're thinking. What is nerd kung fu? Because it's not like we're going to get a bunch of nerds fighting in a ring. But maybe it's about how you look. Maybe it's about being able to show off that nerd thing that you dig. You know what I mean? Do you like The Office? Do you like Star Wars? Do you like Jurassic Park? Do you like video games, anime, movies, etc.? Because if you do, you can get your nerd kung fu on. In the description on the podcast, there will be a link. You can go there and you can order up to your heart's desire on anything from shirts to socks the posters, and all sorts of things, even The Godfather. So if you're down into movies and video games and comic books and or things like that, TV shows even, I mean, like I said, The Office, Firefly is represented. They got all sorts of stuff. It's all legally licensed official stuff. Jingle Spider, uh, what's your nerd kung fu? Uh, my nerd kung fu is weak, but I feel like by following the link in the description, I might be able to make it stronger. Smider, what's your nerd kung fu? My nerd kung fu is a Southern style it uh, is very fast, very aggressive. Mostly uses just the two first knuckles on my hand to knock people out. But that's only because the stunt people are kind enough to fall over. It's up to you how your nerd kung fu is. But we appreciate you checking it out and grabbing the link and getting your stuff from nerdkungfu.com. I mean, it definitely, it definitely built a lot towards it. I mean, you're, you're not wrong in that regard at all. And I mean, it's, I just, I just, like I said, I just wondered what happened. Like, did, did uh, Henry Cavill find did some indecent pictures of Warner Brothers, exec, Warner Brothers executives? And they were just like, yep, we're done with you. We're not doing anymore. You're, you're not getting any more Superman movies, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious that, like Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot have not been resting on their laurels. They've been putting out other projects like The Witcher. And Gal Gadot was in a new Netflix movie recently. Mm-hmm. Red Notice. 
And I think she's there got another go. one lined up as well. I think she's doing other things. I mean, she was in that uh, murder yeah. in Oregon Express. And- yeah, so even if they don't call her back, she might be fine. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. So any other thoughts on uh, the Henry Cavill thing before we move to my next speculation question? Well, I'm uh, looking up everything that I can find on online. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's no definitive anything really that says like that there's been an official departure and in fact one of the most recent things henry says that he'd still be willing to play superman right as the the quote that's still there is the cape is still in the closet um and so like the, there hasn't been an official like henry cavill is not going to be superman anymore they just there's nothing official out from what I'm reading. It's just plans have fallen through. And like the, the closest thing that I can see is the, there's some sort of like contract thing that fell through that hasn't really been like patched up. But I don't know how recent that information is. So it's hard to know for sure, mm-hmm. really. <sighs> That's weird. Because, like I said, it seems odd that they would just... But, yeah, yeah, I do remember him saying something about, you know, that he, he would still love to do it. So, I mean, here's hoping. You know, you never know. I mean, uh, they may just pull that trigger, but we just don't know. This is reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my next question for Speculation Station was, does the Warner Studios with Discovery, do they keep DC Comics as a production house for the comic books? Now that they understand that they have these IPs they can use, that they don't necessarily have to have the comics to go out on a monthly basis, that they're paying artists, that they're paying the, you know, production and all this other stuff. Do they sell that off to someone else to, again, try to recoup that $7 billion uh, hole that they're trying to fill? Since, all, since they just, that's all they need really is the IPs for them. They don't necessarily need to produce new books. Um, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't keep DC comics. I don't like they can, they can keep making comics and they haven't said anything that would suggest that they wouldn't keep doing that. So I don't, I don't see why they would stop. Okay. That's what I think. Spriner, what say you, sir? Run the question by me one more time. So the question is, since they own the IP, the intellectual property for these characters, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, they own the IP. They don't necessarily need to keep the comic book studio in order to make more books. They could sell the studio off to somebody else and help recoup some of that loss that they're dealing with on the back end. So the question is, do they, do they keep the DC Comics division making comics or do they let them go? Oh, you keep that bad boy running. I don't see any logical reason as to just not keep making the comics. Okay. Um, I don't know where I sit on that, honestly, because I feel like from an IP standpoint, what you do with the comic books is you do this thing that I have said I don't know how many times. You set the comic books up to parallel the movies and stuff you're doing. 
That way, when you finish up this really cool Superman movie that you just had your kids watch, whoever they have in it as the Superman, you have books that are telling similar stories or expansions on those stories that you saw or other things or other ideas that you have that are going through that are going to continue the stories to where it takes new readers, old readers into these really cool Superman adventures. You can do some reference to stuff that's been done in the past, but you know, you don't necessarily need to have like case in point. If you're going to do Clark Kent Superman, honestly, we don't need Jonathan Kent as Superman, as a primary Superman, while Clark Kent's just wherever. You know, we need to have the same, we need to have stuff lined up, so that way when people go into comic book stores, if that, it, you got fans that may say, alright, well let me go look at this old school, let me go look up this old school comic, and yes, this example is real before I say it, I just need to put that out there, where Lois Lane wanted to be a black woman for 24 hours so she could experience what it was like living as an African-American in the African-American experience. So Superman put her in a machine and proceeded to turn her into a black woman for 24 hours. That happened. Superman... Yep, uh, the Silver Age was weird. Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, that book is, it exists and that happened. Or the, you know, I want to look up that one uh, book where Jimmy Olsen was married to a monkey and Superman performed the ceremony. You can do that. What a bastard. <laughs> but that said, you the newer stuff you're doing have the, have storylines that are running off of what you've already done in the films and have one concurrent world where that way when they go to see these new books, they can pick up on the further adventures of the Clark Kent Superman, further adventures of Batman. If you're, you know, and again, You've got people who are like, I'm an old comic book head. I prefer you know, going back and getting Batman animated. Okay, they got those books. You can go check those books out. They still exist. They're still in back issue bins. You can go grab those. But there's no problem. We're not going to take away the history that's already been established. We're just going to establish a new history with the current books to where you get to see the stories. And you can cut down to a core group of books. If you're going to say, okay, our core people are going to probably be Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Flash, Aquaman. Okay, those are the main books you're producing in the, in the comic book world. If you want to produce some other stuff, you can, but it needs to all be tied into either the present or a future story where it's like, oh, hey, they introduced the Teen Titans in this new movie that they're going to do, for example. Let's just say you're going to do Teen Titans. If you do a Teen Titans book, you need to have similar ideas that you're going to carry into those films. And, and why do I say that? That's what they're doing at Marvel right now. Because Kevin Feige is over the comic book stuff too now. So there are storylines that are going to be picked up in some of these other series that are in the comics now. So you need to have stuff that lines up with the stuff you're doing. If the primary driver is going to be these movies to get new... Because again, if you're getting new readers reading your books because these really cool stories are spinning off of these movies that they're seeing... You know, one of the worst things that I felt like happened was back in the day... Go back in, I think it's 2016 when the first Avengers movie came out. What happened? Oh, I'm going to go pick up an Iron Man comic book. Oh, no, he's evil in this comic? Oh, no, he's white, reading a totally different armor? Oh, no, now he's back to the original Tony Stark before he got the shrapnel in his heart? Like, what the heck's going on there? Oh, wait, no, this Iron Man's Riri Williams. Who's Riri Williams? I don't know who that is. I know Tony Stark. Or Captain America's Falcon. Okay, but, but, but who's Falcon? Because at that point, we didn't have Sam Wilson yet in the movies. And so you had this weird disconnect between what was in the books and what was going on in the films. Make a strong connection between the two, is what I'm saying. If you're going to keep the comic books around, that's what you need to do so that that way there's a flawless 
theme between the two. Now, like I said, if you want to go down a rabbit hole and be like, let me go look up these books on this, or let me go look up these old John Byrne, She-Hulk books, you can go find those. They're out there. They've got the omnibuses. They've got the regular books out there. You can go find all that. But if you want to right. know a really cool She-Hulk story, for example, you need to be doing a She-Hulk story that lines up kind of with the Disney Plus show you're doing. So you just need to make connections. And so that's that your way. advice to Warner Brothers. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Your advice to Warner Brothers, <laughs> yes. if they want to use a She-Hulk story, they need to make sure that it lines up with Disney Plus. I was using She-Hulk yeah. as an example, but you know what I mean. It, huh, it's, it's, weird it's, point, but okay. Yeah, it is an <laughs> off right. weather point, but yeah. It's it's the fact that you need to have your movies and stuff. You need to have your books lining up with the movies and stuff you're doing. So I'm confused, Will. Okay. Does this mean that you don't think that they're going to get rid of their comics division? Oh, I yeah. don't feel like they should. I feel like they should keep the comic book division, but they should have storylines primarily. No, no, no. Should or you think that they will? I think they will. And I think they Why do you think they will? Because if you can get more, because here's my one thing: get more people buying books. Oh, here we go. <laughs> get more people buying books. You're making your money. You're making money off of it. If you've got a whole bunch of disconnect, you've got a whole bunch of crazy stories that don't fit with anything you're currently telling stories on. It's kind of hard to sell new books to people. If you're not selling new books to people, you become obsolete by default. If your book sales aren't going up, if manga's been kicking the crap out of you for the last two years, you need to find a way to Here connect. we go. <laughs> that's it. No, that that's all. Okay. Okay. I was just I was just really scared because you said that we were gonna go to McDonald's and I was just wondering why we're staying so long at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> because they have really good shakes at the Dairy Queen. They do ice, have really good shakes. And their ice at the cream machine and their ice cream machine's not as broken as much as the one at McDonald's. That's but why you we're also at said you also said that we were gonna get McFlurries. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we went to the McDonald's and got McFlurries later, but you know, No, no, we still haven't gone to, to, get the to the McDonald's. Yet. No, I answered McDonald's. the question. <laughs> yes, still- I feel like they're gonna keep I feel like they're gonna keep the publishing division. Okay, you know, yeah, the way that you made it sound, it made it sound like you thought that they were going to sell it. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. That's why I, I wanted, I wanted clarity. Oh, clarity. Yeah. Okay, clarity. I think they keep yeah. it, and they need to do storylines connected to the stuff they're doing in the movies. That's okay, because your question was, do they keep do it they or keep do they it sell it? And then you're like, what they need to do is, <laughs> <laughs> and then you you started talking about She-Hulk, which was fun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I just wanted to make it clear because you didn't answer yes. your own question. Yes, so yes, your, I think your answer keep it. is you're fairly certain that they would keep they it, would which keep is it. exactly what Smiter and I said. Yes, they keep it. <laughs> <laughs> that it, like honestly, it would be crazy for them to to just stop making comics. Yeah, like hard stop. There's too much potential to still tell great stories. Also, the way that you worded it, it's like made you made it seem like they can just keep the IPs and then just sell DC Comics. Yeah, it said it sounded really weird you the can't way we were describing. Do that. DC Comics is these characters. <laughs> yeah. Right, but exactly. the publishing stuff, they can sell the publishing rights. They don't have to sell the intellectual property to sell the publishing. That rights. would be Really, really, really. That's also just uh, as, as insane as the other stuff we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, See, um, but I'm saying I'm pretty to, sure they from, can. Yeah, help me out. From an insight, pr- from the way that publishing houses technically work, when somebody owns the publishing rights to something, that also includes the ability to distribute it more often than not. 
Yeah. When it comes to publishing a comic, let's say that it's something random example, Atomic Derby, which is going to be self-published. Right. Yes. So it's coming from me and Jingles. Yes. We are the ones that are public that are physically creating the book, creating the story, and then we're also the sole distributors as well so far. Although Jingles has been really great in finding other distribution uh, options. That's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to publishing, that's going to be the actual creation of the IP. And they're almost so intrinsically tied together, the IP and the publishing rights to the IP, that you could almost consider them the same thing. The ability to publish Superman stories exclusively from a singular publishing house means that they're the only ones creating Superman stories. Mm-hmm. However, that does not that does not equate to distribution. There are all sorts of other distributors that they can go through in order to get the stories out there. Those are your stores, your online your online readership sites or ebooks even. So that's what that's what I mean when it's it's tricky to imagine the two separate from each other, which for in pr- for practical terms, they're basically one of the same. Trying to sell the publishing rights to Superman is a really, 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 really crazy move. And that's why we were sort of confused by it at first. However, distribution yeah. rights, you could sell those to a million different things, dude. Uh, and you don't even have to be exclusive with those. Right. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm saying is that distribution rights are different than owning the IP, the intellectual property for the character. Because the intellectual yeah. property, because case in point, there was a point where if you think about... Um, Think about back in the day when Marvel sold Spider-Man to Sony. Uh, they sold it probably for film distribution rights. They still controlled the IP. They still controlled the books. But uh, the film properties were controlled by Sony for that and then like Fantastic Four. So all I'm saying is that you could have a similar situation. Although, of course, I saw something. Fantastic Four belonged to Fox. Right. Well, Fox, I mean. But, uh, yeah, because that, that is a, I need to make that distinction. Yeah. Sold to Fox, not. Yeah. Sony. But anyway, yeah, so again, with them, they could do the movies for Fox and everything, and of course they had to do so many to make sure that they kept the movie right, movie distribution rights, because if they didn't, they would lapse, and then Marvel could have just waited and just got it back, but instead they were like, well, no, we're just going to buy the Fox library and buy everything and get our stuff back plus their stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the way that works. So that's what I'm saying. There is a difference between the IP versus the Distribution rights or production or creation rights as it relates to creating the actual comic books is what I'm advising. Dark Horse, I think, initially was a 
production company. I don't even think they were necessarily publishing when they first started. And then they ended up buying some of the rights to some of the stuff like Concrete and stuff like that. And then I think they had Cerebus for a short time before the guy that created Cerebus ended up making his own company and taking it back. Because it was a very short-term deal until he could get on his feet. And so then he got on his feet and basically started producing Cerebus on his own. And so kind of like what y'all were talking about with self-owning and publishing. Like if, say for example, you guys... Um, did the self-publishing route and then a major company came along like say source point it was like hey we want to produce and print your book you know you would still earn the ip unless y'all sign a contract giving them the rights to the ip but you you would keep still own the ip but they would own the publishing right so that's all i'm saying there is a difference between the two and so i was just checking to see what y'all yeah, that's what my on. whole thing was about yeah that's yeah, saying that's you were confusing what us said because I didn't realize I was confusing. You was weren't conveying that. I thought I did. Yeah, I'm still not even completely certain what the actual question is now. Yeah, We're because so far I thought off. the question was since since DC owns the rights to everything, mm-hmm. are they going to just sell the pub the comic publishing rights? No, no, the comic com like just the comics oh, production oh, stuff, right. that's oh. and just stop making comics, uh-huh. right? And have yeah, that's else what I thought. Yeah, and have someone else making right because if they okay, case in point. What and and let me let me try to explain. I thought I had. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to confuse people. If you're listening to this, I apologize. That was so man. I've had plenty of sleep. I'm good. I'm sober. I've been drinking anything weird. Last thing I had to drink was water. So well, explain it. I'm trying. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, what I'm saying is, currently, DC has what's considered IP or intellectual property for each of these characters. They also have the publishing rights because they own the company that publishes the comics. If Warner, in an attempt to uh, get more money to fill up this $7 billion hole, was willing to make some crazy offer to, say, ADC or other people... I mean, not D- or a, a, a Disney, not DC, a Disney or someone else that was like, I want to buy the publishing rights to Marvel. And then that way, basically, we buy the publishing rights to the Marvel. Com- to, I'm mixing all sorts of stuff up. Buying the publishing rights to the DC comic books themselves. And they publish the DC comic books. The IP still being under their control, but the actual comic books no longer being published by them. This other company coming in to buy those publishing rights will continue publishing the books, these stories for these characters, you know, and however they work that out. Basically, that money would go into, again, filling in that $7 billion debt that they're trying to fill in. But they still have the ability to make these movies based off these characters. All right. So just to summarize it one more time. Sure. You're wondering if, because uh, apparently, because apparently this sounds like an astronomical hole in Warner Brothers. Um, so, you're one, you're asking like, given this financial gap that they have going on right now, yeah. Do we think that they will sell the distribution rights, still maintain the IP, the creative rights, yep, but sell the distribute the public, sorry, the publishing, publishing and distribution, yeah, to another cost. house, yeah. Does that make more sense now? That does actually make a lot more sense. Yeah. And that is actually kind of a fascinating question because publishing does take up money. It does. Especially if you're going to do tactile physical copies of 
self-publishing. This is why self-publishing has exploded as well as as much as it has because you can just choose to go digital. Yeah. Yep. Which DC still has the option to do. And does. And does. And it has indulged in it. So it has an app. That is that is an interesting question. Now that like the question is publishing rights while still maintaining the creative rights. You know, I can actually think that there's probably a handful of smaller, cheaper publishing houses that they can go through and maybe sell the rights, sell the publishing right. And since DC is a massive company, I'm sure that they can end up having a really tight leash on that contract. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to have to change my answer from earlier to an from an absolute no to man to save some money on the bottom line. Maybe. And now that the the question has been made more clear and then now I yeah. understand more what the question is. Yeah. Um you say that they have a $7 billion hole that they need to fill. Yes. And your solution for that is to make somebody else publish, and you think they'll give you $7 billion to do that. Not necessarily $7 mm. billion, but say maybe somebody 1000 or even a billion, depending on who you're reaching out to. I don't think that there's a possible... There's a possibility anywhere that would pay a billion dollars to not really make much money yeah. from selling comics. Let me see exactly how much the comics division earned last year real okay. quick. Okay. And while no I'm problem. on the DC website, I'm, yeah, I just have another example now. Sandman. The movie for Sandman no. is produced by Netflix. Uh, for the movie rights, it's distribute, distributed by Netflix, but the book rights are currently being done through DC. So it's interesting because, like, right now they even have on the site, if you're on there, you can go and read uh, Sandman Volume 1 for free on DC Infinite. Uh, now, I have not seen the Sandman. I don't have Netflix anymore. Uh, oh, buddy. I will have to, oh, uh, buddy. I will have to buddy. rely on you guys for the information on that. How, how good is it? Does it line up with the books? Things like oh, that. Oh, buddy. I I I I actually really 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 want to watch the Sandman show. Yep, because I really 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 like the Sandman comic. Uh-huh. So, I have now pulled up what DC makes annually. Yeah. Oh, thank you. What the specifically the comics division makes annually. Nice. And you'll like this number. It's 160 million dollars. Okay. It's not even an eighth of a billion dollars. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> but if they could sell it for, say, close to a billion, I mean, that, there's that's no way anybody would <laughs> no. buy that only to make that's a, a net virtually loss. like no, a true. fraction of, of what it yeah. would be. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm wishful thinking, although I, because since I don't, since we don't control. The, Do you want to buy the publishing rights, Will? Dude, if I had that kind of money <laughs> and I had the facility to do it, because that's the other thing, like, you got to have a place to do that. Like, I was like, I don't have it. Like, I wish I did. I wish I was balling like that, but no. No, it wouldn't be me. So, 
Smiter and uh, Smiter will have to do an episode solo, so just on the Sandman once his Sandman drops. And yeah, all, all him by himself. It, it was just oh, him on here. Talking about the Sandman. Not to be confused. Talking about the Sandman. Other people, other people named Sandman that I'm not going to mention. Just the Sandman. Is in, um, Let's say not to be confused with Sandman, Sandman, the Sandman, or Sandman. Or enter Sandman. Or enter Sandman. Right. There we go. Prize, and uh, any other Sandmen. Right. And, and. My favorite book out of that whole entire grouping of characters, because there's a bunch of them in the Endless. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The Death, uh, Long Cost of Living, I believe. So that's my favorite. Because there's, there's Dream and Death and Desire and Destiny and Despair. Neil Gaiman loves his D words. Because all of them are named after D words, I believe. They are called the Endless, yep. and why on earth would they not share a theme? Because of course. Why they, wouldn't they alliterate? Yep. Why wouldn't they alliterate these larger-than-life concepts that even gods must obey? Yep. So future episode. Even of God's com- dream. Future conversations <laughs> about future conversations about dot 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 episode will be the Roscoe Bros. I'll just sit here and I'll just read the entirety of Sam, and hopefully by that time somebody will have bought me the entire collection. There you go. Oh, it's on it's on the uh, the docket for sure. It sure is. Why uh, won't anybody buy me Sandman? Aren't you just? Are, I already bought you like thirty five Neil Gaiman books this year. You need yes, more. And they are all glorious. Thank you. <laughs> by the and way, for a second there, we we were scared for a second that I may have already had a book. That yeah. Jingles by, had bought me, but it turns out I didn't. By the it way, it turns out I actually didn't buy it. By the and way, then Jingles it, bought it for me. Yeah, I was gonna say. By the way, not that we're sponsored by them, but Space Cadets will be doing their big uh, trade sale uh, on Black Friday weekend. So if you're in the mood for um, getting trade paperbacks and things like that of any of your favorite comic book series, they usually do a small percentage off of each book, uh, each trade, and things like that during the course. And also, I believe she extends that out to single issues. So, you know, that's an interesting thing. Uh, they shout outs to Space Cadets collection, 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 collection. Yeah. I was going to say also uh, on the DC website, it's just called www.dc.com now. Uh, they have trending As products. As I mentioned. Yeah. For example, uh, the Gotham Knights official collector's compendium hardcover, which includes art, uh, character designs, basic lore, and also guides to the game, is available on oh, their man. website right now. You can get also. I am cool struggling artwork. to care about that game. Yeah. <laughs> I am struggling. Strugg- Man, I wish I cared about that game. I'm struggling <laughs> to care about that game. <laughs> I'm gonna probably get it on discount. Hey, <laughs> I dig it. Oh, but I will way. pay full price for a Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. No. Me too. Okay, so I gotta mention this as well. Other friends of the show, uh, Saturday AM. Uh, did a book deal a while back, and they were in Barnes and Noble and several other places. And now you can pick up Saturday AM books at Walmart, ladies and gentlemen. I picked up a copy of Apple Black. So uh, they had Apple Black and uh, Sagami, and uh, other Apple books Black's got some really good art in it. Yeah, White Manga, uh, who a uh, one man I've yet to talk to on that team, but buddy, I want to so bad because the artwork. It's because he's the best one. You know, well, even Frederick said that. 
though. He's the Wonder Boy. <laughs> yeah. So you know. See, Prince, they know. Yeah, he's just like yeah, he's the Wonder Boy. So and that's fine. But I love me some Jay Odin. Jay Odin's good people. Uh, hey, I love Jay. All right, uh, I got. I got me that drawing that he made, and yeah. I, I'll keep it forever. I want to get my hands on Hammer because Hammer's out. They've done some that are out. The first wave, I think, was like four or five. Plus, they've done a book called How to Draw Diverse uh, Manga that's out there somewhere in the ether. And so I want to get my hands on that as well. Uh, so they're out and about in all your online markets and things like that now. They're they're taking over. They're hitting actual bookstores. You can pick up our comic book stores all over the place. They're they're really blowing up, and I'm really excited. I saw them Saturday, so I snapped a picture real quick, posted up on my Instagram, and so they all were just like, oh, hey, good job, thanks for... So, that, yeah, they, they're... Because they're like, as they're seeing the books out in different places, they're like actually tagging people, and people are actually tagging them to um, mm-hmm. to show them that they're seeing the books out and about. So it's really cool. I, I, I love it. I think it's neat. Well, this is all good information to know because I may have heard from a little birdie that someone's birthday is coming up in a few months and we're going to want to keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know who that could be, but I, I bet he's cool. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, like uh, Will was just having some uh, Anaconda malt liquor because it made him go Because <laughs> he woo. just wooed. <laughs> woo! I was, I was doing that in honor of Ric Flair who had his last match last weekend. Again. <laughs> Again. Cole Figures last match. Anyway. Again. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm sorry. I love you. Super kick wasn't good enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm laughing because you're right. <laughs> so, I guess that wasn't a, a good enough he, final match for you. Who did he Rick? even wrestle? So he wrestled I don't the know, combination some guy of named Jeff Jared and Jay Lethal, and he teamed up with his son-in-law Andrade. Yeah. What? Yeah. In, I believe, in Nashville. What? Yeah, it's last weekend. He was a bloody mess because, of course, he was a bloody mess because he's that's what he does. Flair. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm. That's not. Oh gosh, I'm. I'm so upset by this. We better move on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> didn't didn't mean to. Uh, sorry, Shawn Michaels. You just weren't important enough, dude. He gave God. he gave people gold watches that Raw after this at WrestleMania, and I thought. That's the perfect way to walk away, Rick. You gave a gold watch to Batista. You gave a gold watch to Sean. You gave a gold watch to Triple H. I think he gave one to Randy. He didn't do it on stage because I think Randy was out. But Randy got one too. And I think Taker got one later, even though Taker Taker technically came out after the after Raw had ended. And uh, he as the Undertaker came out and dropped his hat in the ring for Rick. And I was just like, I really, this is the best match. Like, this is the best way to end a man's career. And then it didn't. Actually, we watched that again uh, a few months ago. All together. And I was like, this is this is a perfect match. Like like I said, yeah. the the Shawn Michaels in that emotional moment where he's just like, Rick, I love you. Bam. I'm sorry I love you. I'm sorry I love you. Bam. Game over, dude. Like, that's, you're, it's good. You're done. You ain't got to do it no what more. What did I say earlier? I'm sorry. Let's move I, on. Yeah, let's move on. I don't want to talk about it. Sorry. You're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, so we have pretty much talked about the Warner stuff. We pretty much talked about everything and uh, did oh. speculations. Speaking, speaking of uh, uh, all this stuff, um, because of all of this also, 
they didn't mention it in this whole thing because I guess it's not important or whatever. But multiver the the official release of multiverses has been pushed back. Yeah. Yeah, I think you told me that because you were you downloaded it last week, right? I did. Okay. Yes. So I, I, I may or may not have been perfecting my Velma skills. Oh Lord. I will neither Velma. confirm nor deny that that is what's happening. I haven't opened up Velma yet. I've been trying to get enough stuff to open up uh, uh, Iron Giant because Iron Giant's pretty dumb, like in the game. Like this is he's pretty as dumb. As, he is pretty dumb, but overall, I. I, I don't it's not it. his fault. He hit his head when he landed on Earth. You know, he did. Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we we still need to play at some point. I don't know when we're gonna play, but we need to play and just have a thing where we just play it. In. So that way, we anytime, any place, Will Holland, I'll take you on anytime. All right, I guess that means I gotta throw the challenge out there. Yeah, I gotta put it together, man. <laughs> 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 it may not make a lot of sense. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Ultimate Warrior doesn't. Turn the plane around, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's like, why is Hulk oh, Hogan man. flying his own plane, you know, Ultimate Warrior? I don't even want to know. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So hopefully Multiverses will actually be officially released sometime soon because the open beta is still all we got, and it's very limited, and I need more than what we have right now. Yeah, they did add LeBron during SDCC, so they did add him, and supposedly they might as well have added nobody if they're going to add LeBron. They're supposed to we're getting either Rick Sanchez and Morty as a separate character, or they're going to combo them like they have with Tom and Jerry. I believe that they're separate characters so, from the information that I've looked up. You know, which I'm like, I would probably rather have a. I feel like Rick and Morty would fight differently. I don't feel like they would fight. Morty, Morty is is supposed to come when the game itself is officially released. Gotcha. Oh, oh Rick, I don't know how I feel about fighting all these people. But. <laughs> don't worry about it, Morty. We got, we're, we're going to, I'm going to team up with the Iron Giant, Morty, and uh, we're going to, we're going to win, Morty. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do, Morty. Uh, take this super seed and just, just keep it for me. Yeah. Oh, Rick, I don't want to do that again. Well, guess what, Morty? You don't, you, you don't get an opportunity to, to stand up to me because you're weak and pathetic. Uh, oh, Judge, Rick, that's super mean. Like, uh, give me, give me that, uh. Give me that line. Uh, well, that's too bad, Morty, because you're super weak. Okay. But on the R of your, if you could, uh, burp that one long. I <laughs> wish I could burp. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be able to do that, Morty. You can't do that, Morty, because you're, you're weak and you're little. He's Superman, Morty. Nobody can stand a chance against him, Morty. <laughs> Did you read any of the comics, Morty? <laughs> Did you read Superman All-Star, Morty? He could turn into a son, Morty. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I found out the other day that apparently if you're in the um, the trading room, you can actually use characters you don't have unlocked yet in the trading room. Yes. So I think that's can. pretty cool. Because uh, that way you can kind of get used to them before you actually get the chance to get them. But I am doing the grind Slow grind to earn gold and try to do it. I don't want to spend money to unlock stuff. I'm just being cheap when it comes to that, like because battle passes and stuff. 
you know. Yep. I uh, I purchased the Founders Pack, so I'll just I'll just unlock the characters I want to play. Yeah, gotcha. Because you had a Founder Pack, that's and happening. just just not unlock the characters I don't really care about. So you didn't Le- unlock you didn't unlock LeBron, did you? <laughs> I sure didn't. I played. I don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't like LeBron James. <laughs> I think he's been coasting on too many other people's successes. Uh, yes, a- he is a talented basketball player. Yes, he deserves the the uh, championships that he has gotten. However, he's not as uh, he he's never going to be as iconic as Michael Jordan, or uh, Kobe. and he's never going to be as loved as Kobe Bryant. No, that's, Damn. that's all I have to say about LeBron Damn. James. He's not he's not wrong. There's a video, <laughs> and I'm going to see if I can find it right quick, where apparently there was this guy for ESPN, and they had Shaq. I think it was Shaq and Kenny Smith, and uh, this other dude, this other random like sports analyst guy. And he was sitting there talking about the fact that he felt like the best player, period, ball no, bar none, was LeBron James. He goes, so wait, you're, gonna, you're just going to bypass Michael Jordan and, LeBron, and, uh, and Kobe? He's like, I'll bypass Kobe. I'll look Michael's in Michael's general direction because when you think about Michael Jordan, he didn't have nearly the assist record, he didn't have this record, he didn't have this record that LeBron had in less time. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he beat almost all the records that LeBron has beaten with more mm-hmm. action than, than LeBron has ever beaten him. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about, homie. Like, I think you're drunk. And so they're like, all Shaq did was Shaq goes, Let me ask you a question. It says, uh, how many, uh, how, how, how many, you know, title wins did Jordan get? He's like six and zero. Oh. It's like how many title, how many title championship runs did LeBron have? He's like three and three and uh, three and two or whatever. He's just like, and that's all I need to say. Yeah, I was gonna say, LeBron is just not gonna have as many championships as uh, Kobe and uh, no. Michael Jordan have had. Matter of fact, I still love the fact that it made Shaq mad whenever Kobe stayed an extra year just to get one more championship that Shaq had. Mm. <laughs> I was just like yep. blown away uh, with that, and I thought that was really cool. But anyway, yeah, he it, doesn't even have as many as many championships as Shaquille O'Neal has. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, I don't. I, I think I think LeBron is uh uh gosh what's the word he's overrated. I I I think that and I'll feel that way and just because he gets to hang out with Bugs Bunny and I don't doesn't mean I'm <laughs> jealous. Okay? It that that's that doesn't mean I'm jealous because he gets to do that. It it could still be the case, but it doesn't mean that, okay? Right. Because at the end of the day, man, it's just like, bro, he, he still, he still, like, Michael did it first. That's the other thing I'm going to say is that Michael did it first. Yeah, but also so did Brendan Fraser. So, I don't. Yeah, that was a whole <laughs> different thing. though. And, my, and Brandon Fraser wasn't playing basketball. <laughs> it's true. Brandon Fraser was As far as I know, basketball. he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, he could maybe who knows i mean he he could he could be a hooper we don't know about it. i mean it's like for so long i don't think a lot of people knew that like uh obama hooped you know as much i mean as he you did. i think p- plenty of people guessed that that might be the case didn't he didn't he have a basketball court installed while uh, he was president unfortunately you uh have a weak game 
<laughs> uh, You're going to have to do something about that vertical that you need. Yeah, that leap, uh, that leap will not uh, be successful against me. Uh, Michelle, uh, pass me the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rock just shows up literally. He's just all like, uh, Michelle. No, well, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, here's this too. Appreciate it, Dwayne. Appreciate it, Dwayne. Channeling Give it some of that. <laughs> Riddler. <laughs> the Riddler. Uh, no, no. <laughs> so I posted it in the thing there. There's the little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll watch that later. The clip of it. There's a full thing. It's like a 10 minute, 30 second deal with the full deal, but it just needs to be three. Yeah. You just need that mm -hmm. part. I will say that uh, Multiverses is uh, the the beta has been a lot of fun to play, I and I, I've literally had to like stop myself from continuing to play because I have to wake up early for work, mm -hmm. and uh, like it would get to like like an hour before bedtime, and I'm just all like, no, I have to stop playing. I have to. Earn oh, more, I don't care. I have to earn more gold and beat more people and do things. Yes, I, I must get my Velma to level 15 That's so right. that I can have her icon next to my face. Yeah. What you call an icon living? Velma calls it mine. <laughs> ha. So there you go. But anyway. I guess we better wrap up, huh? Yeah, I think we. I Why think not? that's a good idea. So listen, uh, first of all, as always, uh, to the Rascal Brothers. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode where we talked about Warner. And by the way, fun fact, this episode was brought to you by Jingles. Because technically, I didn't even want to talk about this. I messaged him the other day. I was just like, all this stuff about Warner is just depressing. They're canceling Batgirl. And I don't know what else is going to happen. Um, and then I'm trying to figure out the truth from the lies and the truth from the speculation. And I just don't know if I want to do all that. He was like, well, I got mm -hmm. some things to say about it. And I was like, well, then I guess we're talking about it. Because originally, we were going to talk mm -hmm. about the boondocks. But... <laughs> Well, it also helps that um, the uh, this video came out earlier today, yes. kind of breaking down. Our, well, I guess what what happened first was that the the meeting happened, and then this guy, the video that we watched, uh, took the time to actually sit down, listen to what was actually being said, and like what the plans are for the future. Yes. So we appreciate that. There we go. So that was very helpful. So thank you to the dude who did that because that was very helpful to go through. So uh, we talked about what made us happy, but you didn't hear the full thing because that was all edited out and clipped because my stuff messed up. But anyway, yep. so uh, thank you all for listening. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, final words before we finish fully wrap as we as now we've got a shtick now to where we have to do our final words. Uh, my final word is going to be jinkies my final word is going to be uh, catastrophize okay my final statement will be till all are one thanks everybody thank you so much for rocking with us on this episode of conversations about dot 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 guys and do me a favor be blessed and be blessed to somebody take care